Hey girl, last time I gave you this twist cast, we talked about that was creepy as hell you too. Uh, we talked about the Arrowverse. First time since the beginning of the year when Elseworlds happened. And <laughs> like the second time total on the existence of the podcast. That's a little sad. Yeah. So that's pretty much all we talked about last time. Yeah, no, we had a lot to say. Um so, uh everybody. Uh, where are we going with this? That totally threw me off. <laughs> that totally threw me off. <laughs> Uh, it's just a silly season out here. I didn't think you were going to keep going. <laughs> okay, let's start it. Yeah, let's I'm, start. Keep, I'm keeping it, though. All right. Hold on. Previously on the Twistcast. Last time on the Twistcast, we talked about... The Arrowverse. First time since we talked about Elseworlds. Yes. Like the second time ever on the, on the show. <laughs> Which is kind of sad because it's actually a big sort of deal. We talk about... I mean, we talk about the we Arrowverse almost a lot. every episode. <laughs> Yeah, we do. We represent every episode just about. We just never dedicated any time to it. Nope. But we're going to be talking about um, Crisis pretty damn soon. Yeah. But uh, we'll talk ja- about it January. January yeah, yeah. Right yeah. after it ends. Yeah. So you have three pretty big uh, Arrowverse shows, you know, within the yeah. past few months. Yeah, but, you know, as soon as Crisis is done, we're going to not talk about it for another year and a half. <laughs> That's 100% true. That's probably right. Well, we might talk about it once Arrow finishes. Yeah. No, no, we're definitely going to talk about it once Arrow And then Arrow it goes up. away for about a Got year. Got some news about that, too. <laughs> okay, guys, so that was last week. And for this week, I am Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. All right, guys, hope you are all doing great. And, Mike, let's get started off with the news. Sure. All right, we're going to start with some comic news. I tried to pare down as much as I could here because it's been, honestly, got like a month since we've been together. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm trying to get through the news without, too. without adding any more grays to my beard. That would be nice. Uh, so starting with comics, as always, um, so with some sad news, the Scarlet Spider and Spoiler co-creator, uh, artist Tom Lyle, passed away at age 66. Hmm. Uh, so, I, I mean, that, that those are both significant characters and uh, cool designs. So, uh, RIP, dude. Press F on the keyboard. <laughs> Uh, I am going to just go with a whole bunch of delays and stuff like that right away in comic news. Okay. Um, and then we're going to move on. Uh, so Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man 14 has been postponed. Uh, Loki number five reveals that the series has been canceled, uh, which is a weird way to do that. <laughs> uh, uh, Batman Curse of the White Knight number five is coming a week early. Holy shit. DC's right? doing something early? Right. Let me guess. It was at the expense of Doomsday Clock. No, no. That's still on trend. <laughs> Thank God. It's an issue. Actually, there was a, a variant that I saw for Doomsday Clock number 12, and it's just a fully yellow background with Doomsday Clock down the side in, in uh, black. It looks so cool. Very <laughs> very Watchmen yeah. uh, influenced, and it's beautiful. Something to watch at show. Oh, oh my, god. my god. Oh my god. Oh yeah, we gotta do we, that. We'll talk about yeah. it at some point. <laughs> All <right>. Yes. Alright, uh, Legion of Superheroes number two was also pushed back two weeks. So we have a week early, a week a uh, week late. Uh, I'm sorry, two weeks late, postponed, and canceled. So still net negative. Yeah, all <laughs> negative. <laughs> Alright, some big news in the worlds of DC. Worlds. Uh, the Batman cast Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Sure. Which uh, is such an interesting casting. Hey, prosthetics exist. Yeah, know. exactly. Fuck it, just roll. Uh, the Batman also nabs Andy Serkis to play Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah, I saw that. That'll be interesting. I actually really dig 
that casting. Yeah, like, no, it, that sounds solid. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this actually just broke. Uh, they cast John Turturro as crime boss Carmen Falcone or hmm. Falcone, yeah. depending on who. Carmine Falcone? No, no, I know oh, that. <laughs> oh. John Turturro? Yeah. Um, oh God, I know a bunch of stuff that he's been in. Um, we'll look it up later. All right, yeah, that's fine. Uh, don't forget about it. Uh, oh, I will. <laughs> the the WB is developing a standalone Mr. Freeze movie a la Joker outside of the continuity of the DCEU. And then, really? and yes, and then. And then they said a Joker sequel is in the works. Uh, um, as they as they plan more of these Dylan villain spinoff origin movies, but this has been disputed by uh, Todd Phillips, the director. Okay, but he says he's he's open to the idea. Yeah, Joker shouldn't. You know the guy from Transformers, John Turturro. Uh, he's the Jesus in the Big Lebowski. I never saw the Big Lebowski. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I, I knew I, I was like I know I know his name I know his face yeah but I can't I can't place stuff that he's been in that's good so I don't, I don't know how I feel about the Joker sequel Joker doesn't need a sequel it doesn't need a sequel it doesn't really lend itself to a sequel no it doesn't it, a, a stand, it, another pure standalone I don't know no I don't think that we need that and Mr. Freeze like I I like him as a character but does he need a solo movie no <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's just I, I like the idea of doing these standalone villain movies, but what it villains, makes sense. The, yeah, the villains without the heroes is almost robbery. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like half of the fun is watching them square off. I'm trying to think of is there any villain that I would like to see a solo movie now that we've had Joker? Is there anyone else? Like Lex Luthor would be interesting to see him like be that manipulative person but you kind of need the superman for that exactly to keep him honest yeah well we are honest (laughs) we are getting a villain movie black adam officially has a release date yeah uh december 22nd of 2021 so it's a little more than two years away from from time of recording um but i'm excited i am so excited Uh, the rock himself broke that news and he also broke the news that that movie will introduce the Justice Society of America, That's right. which is badass. Like, I'm super excited about that. Um, little tidbit, if you didn't know, Black Adam and Shazam are both had both been members of the Justice Society at the same time. So I don't know if they're going to go that route, but that would be cool because I know they have, obviously, some, uh, some issues, <laughs> we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. <laughs> Uh, some happy news here. Uh, the Flash's Danielle Panabaker is expecting her first child yeah. with her husband. Um, like she was asked, like, um, "All right, what are you guys going to do? Are you going to just try and hide it and ignore it? Or are you going to write it, write a baby into the show?" And she was like, "No, we're just going to try and ignore it, like as much <laughs> as possible. Just like put me in bag All her shots are just going to be from like halfway up the chest up. <laughs> yeah, like, Iris, have your boobs gotten?" <laughs> Bigger? No, not, that's that's uh, Caitlin. No, that's oh, Caitlin, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. Congrats to her. I mean, it's it's great news. Uh, she <laughs> she actually made a joke about how Frost's clothes have gotten a little looser this year. <laughs> she was like, "I'm really happy about that because once uh, you know <laughs> things start to expand, it, it's better for her." Uh, the CW is developing a Superman and Lois series. Um, yeah, I mean, bring uh, back Terry Hatcher. No, no, uh, no! It's I'm out. Tyler, Tyler Hoechlin and uh, Bitsy Tullock. So, oh, that's right. Um, 
That's kind of cool. I saw that CW is also developing a Super Sun show. A what? Superboy and Robin. Like, the comic is really awesome, <laughs> but you have, like, in order to make that show work. Cash grab. Yeah, exactly. You have to make Superboy old enough for that to matter. And two, you have to make Damian Wayne Robin. And if you're not oh. touching Super uh, Batman in any of these shows, what, what, are, what are you doing, y'all? Mm-hmm. What y'all doing? So, who knows? Uh, Emily Bat Records will come back for the Arrow series finale, uh, which will be a two-hour series finale, which is awesome. She's going to be in Crisis also, right? I don't know I about that. hope so. I, I hope so, but there's no guarantees. Because um, as far as I, I understood, until now, she, she was out. Oh, okay. Um, and there's almost no reason to have her in Which crisis. I'm not really upset about. Yeah. Like, to be honest. I mean, I think Arrow's actually had a pretty good flow to it this year. And, like, the love life thing, like... I do miss her would, snarkiness, but... I do, too. But, it, like, they were moving away from snarkiness with her. And yeah. She was just getting really whiny. Yeah. And I was like, uh, she's, she's better. She's better as a quick-witted, brilliant yeah. woman, which she which they kind of moved away from, which is unfun. Yeah. Um, the original actress Natalie Dreyfus uh, has been cast as Sue Dearborn on The Flash. Oh, okay. And if you don't know who Sue Dearborn is, she becomes Ralph Dibney's wife, mm-hmm. um, who eventually gets murdered. Uh, <laughs> we'll gloss over that. <laughs> just, just walk right by that because I don't think the uh, CW will ever tackle identity Ooh, crisis. Yeah. So uh, I mean that that's that's it's dark. It's real dark. Yeah. Uh, it looks like uh, Green Lantern and Strange Adventures live action shows are in the works for HBO Max. Yeah, I'm excited for a Green Lantern show. Yeah, of course. That could be cool. I don't uh, the budget though. I'm I'm worried about that. Yeah, because HBO though. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's, it's HBO Max, so it may not actually be HBO. It better be H- <laughs> better be fucking HBO. Um, future DC movies at times might skip theaters and go straight to HBO Max. Um. That's a poor move, but okay. Uh, I mean, look, the box office is great, but I would love the ability to just sit at home and just because I don't. It's so weird to say out loud. I don't love people. Uh, no, I hate people. So if I get the opportunity to sit at home with my own food and drinks, uh, with my surround sound system and my TV, and watch a brand new movie and not have to pay additional money for it, I'm in. I just like. The big screen and the awesome sound. Me too. Same, same. Depends depends on the style of the movie. Like Joker I could have done at home. Like there weren't really I mean Fair, it was, yeah. It was it was quiet enough, small enough yeah, that I didn't That would have been fine on a smaller screen. But if it was like Endgame. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say Justice League from or a Justice DC, League. From a DC <laughs> from a DC perspective. Uh you know, whatever. Uh Titans got renewed for season three, which drops fall of twenty twenty. Uh, always a good thing. Um, and Stargirl will air episodes on the CW the di- and uh, its digital platforms mm-hmm. the day after uh, the DC Universe debut. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I saw that yesterday. I'm like, that's not a choice, but so, okay. So wait, it We're, comes out on a DCU app like on a Wednesday and then it hits CW on, thir- on Thursday? Yeah. Yes. Are they connected? What, what do you mean? It's, it's the same exact show. No, is, is Stargirl going to be connected to oh, the, the Arrowverse? Well, likely. I mean, I, I guess, don't see yeah. why not, because they bragged about how, it's like, oh, the CW will now feature three female heroes. Oh, yeah, no, I saw, some, female heroes. I saw something the other day that said that uh, Stargirl was making her debut in Crisis. That, that so. wouldn't surprise me. Because if you remember, I said there was, there was a story before that said 
uh, Titans might show up on 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 Crisis. I don't know how the how the fuck this thing's gonna work. Oh no, because it's like so one, massive. One of their one of their executive producers uh, was like, "Yeah, there's a bunch of people that we haven't even talked about yet." That are going to be on this. And you've already said so much. There's so much. How are you going to do this in five hours? I'm so scared. (laughs) But so excited. (laughs) Oh, absolutely excited. So wait, are they airing it like five weeks in a row? Like one episode? No. So it's three episodes in one week in December and then two episodes in January. Oh, shit. There's a gap. So I'm imagining that third episode. is going to be a holy shit episode. Yeah, it's going to be like, what the fuck? And then you got to wait weeks so it's going to be the uh, the times for Batwoman, Flash, and Arrow normally? It's Yeah, 8th, 9th, 10th. Okay. So December 8th, 9th, and then 10th. Okay. All right. And then it's going to be like January like 12th and 13th or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But it's it's definitely back-to-back nights. So. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, MCU and their TV stuff. So the Disney had teased three to four MCU films per year uh, by saying... But Kevin Feige is working away. He will be making three or four a year, and they are very different from one another. Um, so that's exciting. Um, that's a lot of movies per year, it though. Is. Yeah, uh, especially if he's helming Star Wars as well. Like that's and and he's he's chief creative officer of everything at Marvel. So I, I, like that's a lot. Like, but does Star Wars have any plans after nine for right now, movie wise at least? I don't know. That's don't a good question. I think they do. They. They, they, they scrapped the trilogy they did, from but, the Game of Thrones writers. Yeah, those guys dropped, but I don't know. So they, I think they want to reposition, which I actually think is a good move because yeah. you don't want to oversaturate. They've been yeah. doing too much. Yeah. Like, like wait like another five to seven years. Put out something like spectacular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not the point of this podcast, but uh, <laughs> Star Wars. I can't help it. We were talking about before. They're comics that. too. They are. They are. That's absolutely right. Uh, Disney and Sony execs uh, addressed Spider-Man's return by saying we heard the feedback out there. I think we kind of talked about this before a little bit. Um, Just y'all dumb. Y'all real dumb. Uh, Don't do this shit again. Uh, Ant-Man 3 is in development with both Paul Rudd and Peyton Reed, the director, uh, returning, uh, as well as Michael Douglas, because he confirmed that he'll be returning as Hank Pym. Um, I'm really hoping we get more OG Ant-Man and Wasp. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Does it say Catherine Pfeiffer is returning? Or Michelle Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> she, she, I haven't seen anything. I've been scouring the interwebs, and I've seen nothing yet. So hmm. uh, we'll see. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. wins uh, Male Movie Star of 2019 at the People's Choice Awards. And in his acceptance speech, thanked Stan Lee, which was nice. a little, little tug of the heart there. A little class move right there. Absolutely. Um, so... T.J. Miller questioned if Marvel should even make Deadpool 3. Um, he basically said, you know, kind of nailed it with 1 and 2. Yeah. And anything else might, like, it could be great, but it could also it's not. Like, I want it, but do I really want it? It's pretty much just going to be, I think, the, I don't want to say it's going to be a novelty movie, but I think it's going to be a novelty movie It because of the fact that they can now they have a world to work in besides like the Deadpool universe that they created for themselves. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I hate to say it, but I think it's just going to be a novelty. But, you know, plus you can still make a good story out of it. Plus, you know? it's likely only going to be PG-13, which is 
It's just tough. Ah, I don't think so. I, I mean, it's, I don't think you should make it anything but R. Yeah, I feel like that's the one movie they will bend for. Yeah, I, I would they're agree They're going to have to. But I, I don't know. Either I don't that know. or put it straight on Disney+. Plus. Do they yeah. even have any like, hard Disney? I haven't seen Deadpool on Disney+. Plus. Um, I got some news about that. Uh, it's coming up later. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Disney Plus has anything that hard on it, though. Like, I was just swipe, I was scanning through, and like the Marvel stuff is the Marvel stuff, which is probably as tough as it gets. Mm. But I don't. Th- I mean, look, <laughs> some Disney movies are a little rough. You ever watch Mufasa die? That's tough every goddamn time. Or some old ass Disney movies, fucking racist. Oh, they're racist. Shit, South. Oh my god. <laughs> they uh, they just added. They just added warnings in front. They, they're like, we're not, yeah. we're not hiding from it. Just understand that Warner's done that for years. Yeah, like, we, we know, we know you're not. <laughs> we know this is wrong, but it's even wronger to cut this out and ignore it. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, Marvel Kev talked about Martin Scorsese's comments, and I think this might be the last time I talk about this shit. Thank uh, God. Uh, uh, about saying that. Marvel movies are not cinema. He said, I think that's not true. I think it's unfortunate. I think myself and everyone who works on these movies loves cinema, loves movies, loves going to the movies, loves going to watch a communal experience in a movie theater full of people. Um, yeah, sure. I agree. You're cool. right. Cool. He has an opinion. We love movies. Now we can move on. <laughs> uh, the Punisher star Ben Barnes, who was Jigsaw, has talked to Marvel Studios about a superhero role. Uh, which means to me that they're basically ignoring everything that happened on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you die a villain and then come back as a hero. <laughs> I, I, I think the biggest thing I'm disappointed about is not getting like a more closure on Bullseye. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they at that point, they didn't know they were canceled yet, so they couldn't have really done anything to rewrite it. Yeah. It would just be great if they brought him back in the MCU. I think they just need a full-fledged MCU Daredevil and Bullseye. Well, I've seen stuff. I've seen like rumors that Charlie Cox has been contacted by Marvel. Like we're doing Daredevil, yeah. you're coming back, hands down. That would be great. That would be amazing, and, and it would work for Spider-Man Three. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Being his lawyer. Yep. And then just get Kristen Ritter in there for some Jessica Jones, and we're set. I think that's why I like Donna Troy on Titans because she reminds me so much of Kristen Ritter. Uh, I did love Donna in season one. I haven't watched any season two. Yeah, but. that's good. Uh, she, I love, I love her. Uh, so there have been dates revealed for when four of the newer MCU movies will be uh, available on Disney Plus. Um, I think I. Right, there it is. Um, so Thor Ragnarok will be December fifth of this year. Like, so you have to keep in mind that there's like deals in place with like other streaming services. Which yeah, Netflix is why has a lot of this still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Ragnarok will be December fifth. So it's just in a couple weeks from time of recording. Uh, Black Panther will be March fourth of twenty twenty. Uh, Infinity War will be J- June twenty fifth of twenty twenty, followed by Ant Man Ant Man and Wisp uh, on July 29th, ninth, twenty twenty. Um, sorry, I'm just bouncing back between screens here. Uh, Haley Steinfeld's Hawkeye role is in question because of her commitment to an Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus Dickinson series. Oh, uh, so yeah, it's all that. They might have to recast. Um, it's a bunch of Moon Knight stuff, so bear with me as I nerd out real quick. Okay. Uh, the Disney Plus Moon Knight series has a head writer in Jeremy Slater who brought the Umbrella Academy to Netflix. Wow. Yeah, it's just like I, I specifically watched it because in here your eyes are going to light up a little bit. 
Um, I finished that a few weeks ago. Oh, it's so good. The books are even better. Oh, my God. wasn't a big fan of the final really? episode. I gotta watch it. I have to rewatch it, but it, like, it, the thing is, with the season one of the show, they combined uh, volumes one and two of the book, so they had, like, a lot of ground to cover, so the... Which they did a great job of. Yeah, it's just, like, the way that they ended the season, if I remember right, was kind of like a mishmash of the two, so it didn't quite make all the sense that it should have, but... Gotcha. Okay. Um, the Avengers uh, Endgame directors want to work on the Disney Plus Moon Knight series. Uh, which you know, I'm down for, of course. Uh, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Miss Marvel are confirmed to appear in movies after Disney Plus t- uh, TV shows. Okay. Uh, one of which is the Moon Knight is rumored to tie into the Blade film. Um, okay. So if you're if you're into memes like I am, uh, there's <laughs> <laughs> oh I love this one. <laughs> there's there's a uh, there's a Moon Knight meme with like with Dracula. He's like yep. Dracula, Dracula, you big fucking nerd. Where's my goddamn money? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like if if that moment just happens oh even a god. little bit, oh my god, I'm I'm here. I'm here for it. Uh, um. So Jeff Goldblum revealed that uh, Robert Downey Jr. will return to the MCU um, outside of his Black Widow uh, appearance to voice Tony Stark in the Disney Plus What If animated series, which is great. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, they're uh, apparently in the same episode, Jeff Goldblum and RDJ. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. Goddamn Jeff Goldblum. Uh, The Loki series on Disney Plus will tie into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, um, which actually... Made me think about you a little bit because we've Jesse oh, and I have both oh, been reading yes. Doctor Strange, and at one point uh, Loki becomes Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, so, and I'm just like, oh, what's going on here? Um, speaking of Loki, a star from um, yesterday, Sophie DiMartino has boarded Loki after a uh, contentious auditioning process, and that we don't know what character she'll be playing. Which also leads me to think, oh, what if it's that? That girl that's also in the uh, Who's Doctor, that Strange, girl? Doctor Strange run, um, the librarian. Yeah, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, well, book I have a book right in front the book of is us. Right here. Right, yeah, ah. you, you <laughs> ha! Somebody else hit the mic. Yes, finally, it's not me. Keep Sounds going. I will find. Yeah. So uh, it starts with a Z. I know that. It's Zelma. I don't know. Zelma. Uh, Zelma. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's unclear which character she's playing or how big her role is, but we don't. Uh, keeping it in the realm of Disney Plus, Mark Ruffalo is actually talking to Marvel Kevin about a role in She-Hulk, which would be kind of makes cool. sense. Uh, mm, Disney Plus won't be adding any Spider-Man MCU movies for now, uh, which okay. makes sense because they're distri- they're owned and distributed by Sony. It's kind of tough to absorb that and put it on your own streaming service. Um, so that Deadpool stuff, I want to make sure I put a pin in that. Come back to it. R-rated Deadpool movies and Family Guy, which are which is owned by Fox, which is now owned by, by Disney, will remain on Hulu and will not go to Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Which is fine because Disney owns a majority stake in Hulu, so yeah. it's what it is. Uh, speaking of Hulu, uh, ah, Ron- I don't like that. You don't like it? No, because you're paying for the content and you're and they're willfully not giving it to you. But, I mean, you can just get that Hulu bundle. You could, but... Or if you have Spotify Premium, you can just get Hulu for free. Yeah. Or, or if you have Verizon Unlimited, you just get Disney Plus for free. But, uh, but I, <laughs> There's lots of different options here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I have Hulu as well, but, you know, 
Yeah, I have, I, like, I, what like, if what if I just wanted to pay seven dollars a month for Disney Plus? Hulu's now my my TV service, so yeah, <laughs> I'm cool one way or the other. Um, speaking of Hulu, Marvel's Runaways is ending with season three. Mm-hmm. Um, also, speaking of Hulu, um, Daniel Cudmore, who was Colossus in the X Men, okay, uh, movies recently, uh, Deadpool as well, uh, joined the Hellstrom series. Uh, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse will be swinging to theaters April 8th, 2022. Into the Spider-Verse 2. Yeah, Into the Spider-Verse 2. Yeah, you didn't say 2. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Uh, Also, (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Look, I've been drinking. Not that much. Um, I I have a future slate of Marvel movies here. Okay. Quickly run through this. So, Blitta. 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 Let's get some (laughs) some Blitta. The the, the Day Walker. Blitta. (laughs) Black Widow will, will be uh, May 1st of 2020, uh, followed by Eternals of November 6th of 2020, which is only two movies in the year. But I think they have a bunch of Disney Plus shows dropping, yeah. so <laughs> that's okay. Um, Shang-Chi will be February 12th of 2021. Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness um, will be May 7th of that year. Um, Spider-Man 3, July 16th. And Thor Love and Thunder will be November 5th. 2022 will have an untitled film in February, February 18th. Black Panther 2, May 6th. And then two more untitled films, um, July 29th and then October 7th. And then all these are untitled for 2023. February 17th, May 5th, July 28th, and November 3rd. So. Wow. That's where those are. There's a lot of movies. God damn. So much is up in the air. Yeah. I mean, gotta imagine that at least two of those are Guardians three and Ant Man three. Yeah. yeah, but then what the hell else? Blade probably uh, Cap- from one of Marvel them. two. Cap Marvel two. Blade, yeah. Secret Wars. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that probably won't happen for a while. Yeah, I just I, I would love it. Oh, Did you guys God. say Black Panther two? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was yeah. actually one of the title ones. Yeah. Got, oh, my yeah. Bad. You know what? They're gonna do Fantastic Four. Oh, it was just yeah. I was supposed to say yeah, that's probably probably Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four or, or X Men. Oh, oh yes, yes. Uh, yeah, oh, we'll we'll see. Finally, some video game news: Marvel's Avengers will only have six playable heroes at launch: Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, Iron Man, Captain America, and Miss Marvel. And that's your news. Awesome. Okay, guys. Well, uh, I know that was a lot of news, but there's a ton of shit that happened since the last time uh, we did our twist cast. Um, but for tonight, uh, I know we, I don't think we said what we were talking about tonight nope. yet, but we are going to be talking about one of DC, um, the DC streaming services, original shows, um, Young original Justice. Shows. Yeah. Original. It's almost like Netflix original. With the originals yeah, where they yeah. just picked it up. Exactly. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Young Justice season three. Um, I know we talked about part one of part season one. three yeah, but so for, far. But tonight we're going to talk about. All of it. Right. Right. Um, so if you haven't watched Young Justice Season 3, uh, or really any Young Justice, um, I do recommend watching, you know, A, before you <laughs> listen to us talk about the show. Or um, put it on while you're while you're watching it, just listen to our podcast, which sounds really stupid. It but does sound really very fun. stupid. We should, we should do some commentary, like when we watch an episode and just like talk through it. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, but anyway, 
Uh, yeah, so that's what we are going to be talking about tonight. But before we do that, yes, did we have something else to talk about? We do. Oh, we're going to do a little character breakdown on She Hulk. Pull a little sneaky on you. Yeah, we just talked a lot about She Hulk in that news roundup. But who the hell is she? Why should I care? Tell me more. Okay, then I will. Uh, so when the new crop of Disney Plus shows were announced, there was quite a bit of buzz. Um, there were lesser-known characters, uh, including Hulk's cousin, She-Hulk, um, who is a, uh, her alter ego, Jennifer Walters. Um, She-Hulk was created by Stan Lee and Sal Buscema. Uh, she first appears in Sa- Savage She-Hulk number 1 in February 1980. Uh, she spent quite some time on teams throughout her history, um, including the Avengers, Fantastic Four, Heroes for Hire, Defenders, Fantastic Force, and S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, She-Hulk has had four solo series and multiple team-up series over her fictional existence. So Jennifer got her powers from an emergency blood transfusion from her cousin, Bruce Banner. She retained her intellect, but depending on what time period you read, is generally stuck in Hulk form. She has all the standard Hulk powers, superhuman strength, speed, durability, and endurance, as well as regenerative healing factor. Jen has been a key figure in multiple stories and as part of the larger universe. She plays a pivotal role in the Avengers story, Disassembled. Uh, this story centers on the Scarlet Witch's descent into madness, and She-Hulk actually rips her ex-husband, the Vision, in half with her bare hands, uh, which is an impressive panel if you ever savage. take a look at it. Yes, it is savage. Uh, she's also part of the mega-event Secret Wars, where she squares off with Titania, who is one of her long-standing nemeses. Uh, She-Hulk number four is an awesome issue because she represents Spidey in a libel case against J. Jonah Jameson. Um, if you've never seen that like panel online, it's like where he's like, I, it's like Spider-Man's on the stand and he's like, I know why Jonah hates me. It's because I'm black. And like you <laughs> just yeah. see Jonah yeah. just like, wait, but I... I never and Spider's eyes like no, I'm just kidding. And everybody in the courtroom's like cracking up. Uh, oh, Spidey. <laughs> She-Hulk is a mainstay in the Marvel universe, and it will be fun to see her new cinematic role. So yeah, uh, that's a bit about She-Hulk. If you guys haven't uh, ever read any She-Hulk comics or you know uh, had any <laughs> exposure <laughs> exposure yeah. to yeah. the character, yeah, check out check out some of those stories. Uh, we'll be talking about more of those Disney Plus show characters as the weeks roll on. Was there a She-Hulk uh, cartoon, or was she just part she of the Hulk cartoon? She's been of a part of several Hulk cartoons. Yeah. Okay. So there's like, um, God damn it, what is the name of that show? Uh, Hulk and the Agents of Smash. She's a part of that. <laughs> yes. Sorry, what? what it's a fucking <laughs> awful name. It's S. Is S period M period. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, so I got so. that. But. So it, it's it, like <laughs> he's like. Uh, this is like narrated by Rick Jones, who's who's a bomb, and he's like, it's like <laughs> we'll, we'll name our team the Agents of Smash, and it's like S M A S H. What does that stand for? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's it's really weird humor. Uh, it lasted like two seasons. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but I think she showed up in like the old Hulk show which is on Disney+, Plus, which I'm probably going to watch at some point in the near future. Right. It's like the same animation style of the X-Men. X-Men and Fantastic Four and Spider-Man, which are all on the Disney+, Plus. which I've kind of fallen into a hole. I'm not going to lie to you I've been watching X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Holds up. Holds up. It does. So, okay. Uh, Now we're going to be talking about Young Justice Season 3, 
And like I said before, if you haven't watched Young Justice, um, not just season three, but like one and two, which in my personal opinion are the best seasons, uh, you should go back and watch them. Of anything ever? Of Young Justice. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, thank you all for time. thank, all, thank all you time. for making Those me clarify. The best seasons of every sh- of, of every show, any show ever. Um, yeah. So before listening to this, I would go back and watch those uh, if you haven't. So, Mike, how do you want to kick this off? So uh, we're gonna just roll through some basic things that we usually do here. So let's talk about the story overall and okay. how you felt about the story. So the story really centered around um, these outsiders. I think we're just gonna talk about the entire season. By the way, because I know right, yeah. So it's, it centers around these outsiders: Halo, uh, Geoforce, uh, Forger, who you guys just love, uh, Cyborg. Later on in the season, um, uh, was there a fifth one, or was it just those four? I think it was just those four, largely. Yeah, and I mean, uh, Beast Boy was a big part of it. Yeah, but Be- Beast Boy comes around later, becomes the leader yeah. of the I outsiders. Mean, um, he started hashtag outsiders. Yeah. Where so. they got their name, um, and then you know, there's the the OG team is plays kind of an ancillary role. Um, yeah, they're they're more or less main leaguers now. Um, yeah, for the most part, for, yeah. As, for as the, far as the like, league exists, yes, you know. Um, so yeah, the, the league, the basically basically the league is splintered, and there are multiple teams working, um, like. Uh, in in concert, but not in concert. Uh, yeah, and there's like Batman's leading a squad of Justice Leaguers that split from the league, but yeah. the league doesn't know that they're doing any of this shit. I think they refer like to them as Batman Incorporated. Yeah, uh, and then, a black. I think Black Lightning does. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is funny because there's an actual Batman Incorporated. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure right. Black Lightning was a part of that. Uh, <laughs> and then there's there's the team. Which is more or less led by Artemis. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the League, which is led by uh, former Aqualad, who's now Aquaman. Yeah. Um, and then the, I mean, so what did what did you think about the the overarching story? So I, I was I had a lot of hope. Which um, which was towards the middle of the season, especially the um, the first season and second season were pretty broken up in terms of like there were, there were really three arcs for this season. There was a main arc that went over part one and two, then there was an arc that went over part one, and then a different one that went over part two. Yeah. So over part one, it was metahuman trafficking. Yeah. What did you guys think about that? So I kind of like the premise of doing a meta-human trafficking because it's a direct parallel to human trafficking and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a cool way to examine that. Um, but I felt like just in general the story to me felt disjointed. Yeah. Like there are so many different themes that they tried to explore but never truly explored them, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, there, there, It was pretty much like a loss of connection like in the in the first part of the season uh pretty much everybody involved with the team was searching for something more than what they had um whether it was like a relationship that was previously strong but now broken and needs mending uh people who didn't have strong relationships before but are looking to make something new something better for themselves um you know it's 
it was it was a lot to cover, and I think it got not it wasn't preachy, but it never it never really hit home necessarily for me. Yeah. Um, any of the resolutions that the characters came to. So how about you, Jesse? What'd you think? I know you're kind of new to the overall Young Justice. Yeah. Vibe. So I mean, going into season three, I didn't dislike the show, but I never really got that much into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, if it wasn't for this podcast, I wouldn't have even finished season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just bored half the time. Like yeah, I fell I asleep through so many episodes just because like, I was bored. I didn't really care for any of the characters. I didn't care for the story. I just wasn't into it. Yeah, man. I, I don't blame you. Like season, season three was something like you said, if, if it weren't for this, this podcast, I might not have been so quick to watch it. Um, but I really enjoyed season one and two, so I really held out hope, especially after I disliked part one of season three. Yeah. I really held out hope that, okay, they're just really doing some like serious character building here, but part two is going to be like, and that's you know, it's going to click. Of the new characters introduced this season, I hated every single one of them. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah I all hate Cyborg. Uh, he got on my nerves at times. At times, he yeah. Was, he's, he's of annoying, the new but ones, he was him. probably the best one. <laughs> but the other ones, oh my god, I hated them so much. Yeah, I kind of got irritated with Brion like a yes, lot. Me too. The angsty yeah, sort of vibe, like, but from like him. too angsty. Yes. It was. It was irritating. I want to take a goddamn can of raid to that stupid bug. <laughs> Forager's Forager. Uh, look, I I have no problem with Forager. It's just it's it's a silly way to break up. All the melodrama of the show. It was just annoying. Yeah, I know. I know. You didn't like him. It's okay. I, I think my I favorite character to come out of this though was was Halo, and Same. I and I think they did her her character arc like the most justice. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Quick side note: um, if you paid attention to the voice caster, uh, the the lady who plays Halo. Uh, if you play Borderlands 3, like I've sunk countless hours into Borderlands 3, she voices one of the characters, Amara. Amara, okay. Yeah. Uh, and which is kind of cool. Uh, Maybe happy. <laughs> uh, so, one of the big overarching stor- uh, story beats that was supposed to be there was Darkseid. Yes. So, if Darkseid is, the host it's supposed to. Exactly right. So, the entire like season, if you spell out the, the season, it was the first letter of each episode spells out prepare the anti-life equation, which is cool because there was a little bit of a focus on the anti-life equation, which is great. Um, but that's mostly associated with dark side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of dark side. Nope. Now we got a lot all. of granny. Goodness. A lot of granny, which granny's an interesting character, interesting character, but of not enough to really hold the season together. Yeah. Plus it was so. I think during part two of the season, um, there there was one particular episode that I actually really did enjoy, and people in the league, or I'm sorry, in the outsiders started to realize that something is kind of like funky with, with Granny Goodness, because actually she's the head of this huge like Google-esque corporation. Um, yeah, like I think a it's major- Gar who really stands in opposition there. Yes, uh, which was kind of early on that he had his suspicions um, because he w- was taken over with a mind control device. With the, with the glasses, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Google so, S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were talking about Google S like while the mics were off, whatever. But uh, yeah, so it starts with him having the suspicion and then it leaks into the rest of the outsiders kind of being like, okay, like he's on to something. Brings in Aquaman and Dick Grayson, you know, being like, all right, something's messed up here. So the episode is they go and they try and break into... Uh, the, the one where they break into her house? Into her house. Yeah, yeah, that's a good episode. And they get thrown into the fucking X pit. Yeah. Which is like this purgatory of like negative energy, essentially, and just sucks the life out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're- And your will as well. Yeah. And if you're a human, you're pretty much fucked. Um, if, you, if you have any like sort of powers, which most of them do- uh, except Dick. <laughs> ex- except Dick Grayson. You're probably going to be okay. It's going to suck, but you're going to be okay. But unfortunately, Dick Grayson does not have any of those things going for him. So once he gets thrown into the X pit, it's like uh, he was pretty close to dying there. Yeah. And that was a pretty heavy episode. So I think out of all of part two, that was my favorite. That was, I think, an episode I fell asleep through. Lightly. <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I would probably agree with that. It's one of the best ones. Yeah. Um, um, and for the for the majority of part two of this season, a lot of the, a lot of the Justice League was actually mind-controlled by Granny. And yeah. Just, and kind of just, like, sitting pretty. I, I actually did it like how the League was more present in the second half of the season. Hmm. Because it, it, it provided a little more oomph. I guess is the best way to, to put it because like I was lo- like the outsiders as a group of characters like this version of the outsiders I was not really intrigued by yeah no um, yeah but like so I wish for me I wish the story had focused more on the original team um, Artemis Aqualad uh, Nightwing Miss um, Martian Superboy. Like th- those are the characters that I've, I've, I grew to love and care about. Yeah, and they are all basically non-existent. Yeah, for, they were secondary characters, pretty much. Which I think is a mistake as far as storytelling. Um, it, it's just it like you've built up. Like think about it like this: if <laughs> it, it's it's going to happen, Arrow. Like we care about Ollie. We care about his core group of characters. Yeah, and if. Yeah, for the most to part. To an extent. <laughs> Ollie, Diggle, um, Felicity. That's about it. You don't it. care about Diggle? How do you not care about Diggle? What's wrong with you? I don't know. He just kind of bores me sometimes. Yeah, of course. But, you know, not everybody's exciting. Uh, <laughs> so, like, if if you took that show and then still called it Arrow, but you took that 2040 group. So what they're doing now. It's, well, sort of. <laughs> but, like, exclusively for, like, there was no con- connection really to, like they took the show and made it more about the 2040 group, and Ollie just basically phased the black background, and you know he's going to die. <laughs> in, in quotes, because we're not entirely sure. But if you know he's going to die, and you get no time with him, you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like that's that's kind of the equivalent for me. Like I just was not in love with with these characters and the story based around them. Yeah. Except for Halo, maybe. Yeah, I was really hoping for. Um like you said, the original the original group, because, you know, you went into the season with the expectation that it's like, okay, they're about as old as the Justice, the people in, the, like, the the Justice League were. Young end of the Justice League, yeah. Um, 
in seasons one and two. Yeah. So like they've caught up and they've they're now in that that age range. Yeah. Um. So you know what are they gonna do because they kind of like split a little bit, but they're coming back for a common cause and just like a one off kind of thing. Um. But now they're all older, so the dynamics are going to be different. Yeah, you know, but, you wanted to see them deal with the fallout of Wally. Yeah, like which didn't happen until the second half. Right, that episode was actually awesome. I was about to say that was probably my favorite. one. I, I love of that the episode second half where um, where Artemis has to deal with her. Oh no, that's not the one I was talking oh. about. I'm talking about the one where Dick is having the fever dream. Oh, that and they're one. all yeah. they're all mentally connected between that one and then the one the where one Artemis are, has to deal with her oh, getting man. over it. Those were some pretty good episodes. That, yeah. that, that episode was rough, man. Yeah. Oh, oh it hurts. <laughs> but that's what made those episodes great. Yes. Which and, is which is and, more more along the feel of seasons one and two for me. And it focused on the OG characters, I was about to say that. which is what which I was going to say. Those those are episodes are the strongest because those characters you feel the strongest connection to. Yeah. Which was a mistake to focus on the outsiders. Right. Uh, so let's talk about characters real quick. Okay. Uh, favorite characters from the season overall? Halo. Halo, of course. Uh, I do like Halo. Why? Why'd you like her? Um, because she she had to come to the realization that, or I'm sorry, they had to come to the realization yeah. that they just had to form their own identity out of practically nothing. Um, and then they had, like, the wherewithal, like, just from the little time that they had, like, on interacting with people, that Halo was like, all right, I think the right thing to do here would be to give closure yeah, to, to, the, like, to... Like the family of Gabrielle. Yes. And that, to me, was just like, if that if that isn't, like, the biggest accomplishment like morally um and yeah, ethically absolutely I, I don't know what would be um th- so to me that was just like um a huge milestone in character development especially like cartoons but just like character development alone yeah. like that character is just something i don't think i've ever seen before i think they put a lot of work in any other characters st- stood out to you not necessarily just like the outsiders but like just in general uh, man, you know, not honestly, Black Lightning actually was really great for me this season. I agree. Um, he didn't take any shit from anybody. Uh, he really got his, he really got taken advantage of, which, oh, yeah. which sucked. Like you just put your heart in a blender for him. Um, but you know what? He came out on top, honestly. Yeah, he really did. He's now in charge of the Justice League. <laughs> Which is great. Which I think is a huge cultural milestone, too. I agree. When, uh, I mean, you would know more than me, it's, but has there ever been a, so, a black person in charge of the Justice League? In the main universe, it seldomly happens. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't even think it's it's a regular phenomenon. But um, And it depends on the Justice League team, because there are multiple teams throughout time but overall so, so yeah overall yeah i maybe one of three so i think that that is probably the will be the most overlooked yeah character development of the series yeah i was really struggling with this question because i basically hated all the new characters <laughs> um it doesn't and, have to be a new character yeah and didn't 
really care for many of the characters. I mean, I love Batman just because he's an asshole, but Black <laughs> Lightning was great. Yeah, but- I mean... <laughs> Batman was such a dick, dude. Like, <laughs> like he was like, yeah, I knew, I knew Tara was being manipulated. Uh, I read, I read uh, <laughs> the micro expressions. Micro expressions. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. I'm the goddamn Batman. Like, <laughs> he just did not matter. But see, I picked out the characters that were an asshole or just took no shit from anybody. Uh, I mean, that's just kind of my thing. <laughs> of course, of course. All the other characters were pretty much pushovers. Um. I mean, like it probably it's probably mostly side characters for me. I mean, I did love Cyborg in the way that they introduced mother and father boxes, um, how how they were kind of against each other, and that really plays in the whole Halo thing. I love seeing Halo's different powers. Yeah, um, of course, Batman. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, I will uh, say that. You know what? Superman was kind of a dick. Superman yeah. was kind of a dick. So was Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, mean. well, well, Wonder Woman. No, I actually kind of I loved her characterization because oh, she was great. like, she's like, hey, guys, y'all are being like really messed up. Yeah, kind of like kind of be being exactly the light, mm-hmm. and like was like, do you feel good about this? Yeah. Um, I wish we got more time with Nightwing. He's one of my favorite characters. Me too. Of like everything. I don't know why it bothers me, but like he's grown up throughout the series, but his but voice, voice hasn't, hasn't changed. changed. <laughs> it just bothers me. I think so. I have to double check, but he might be voiced by a female. So if he's voice, sense, if I he's guess. voiced by a female, it's kind of hard to make yeah. the deeper voice believable, or just a dude with a really high voice. And well, what can you do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it made so. sense in season one when he was like ten still, but no, I even I even took it in season two. Yeah, a even, bit. that was but just like okay. like now I'm like, come on, man, you're you're grown ass man, you need to <laughs> yeah, you need to put some bass in your voice, please. <laughs> Those pants aren't that tight. All right, come on. <laughs> All right, uh, so this is going to be the interesting exercise. Favorite things about this season? Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you go first. Oh God. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Sam. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. I just took a mental break right there. Um, so. Oh, thank God. I don't have to talk for a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, honestly, the thing I am most that that was the best about this season was how they set up the next season. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm, That's I'm, awesome. I'm dead serious because, and I know it's such. It might seem like a cop out, but I really think if you were to ask the creators or the writers of this this show, uh, specifically for this season, season three, uh, they would say or defend like adding in these new characters um, as a way to just make the make the forces of good like much bigger for this impending doom that's going to be coming in season four. Yep. Um, because we really, we haven't dealt with dark side yet in young justice. Not really. Um, like you've seen him, but he's never really truly been addressed. And he's, he's always been behind the light in every season, but there never has been that. Okay. This is the showdown. It's always they've always broken up the light into like their smaller factions at yeah. the end of each season, which makes them seem like oh you know oh shit our well, plan our plan went to shit you know what are we gonna do now? But every season they keep coming back. It's like okay everything is according to plan. We got fucked you know like 
okay, well, how long can you keep that up? So I, th- I think exactly. I think this season was the breaking point. Um, and now with the introduction of a character with the powers imbued of Motherbox, um, it's going to be a pretty tough fight for people on uh, uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I, I, I think with these new characters, it sucked to get to know them. But they're going to be huge, huge forces yeah. for the next season. Significant. I yeah. agree. Um, my favorite thing about the season, I guess those... And it's over? Uh, <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> I guess there's some moments of like the deep character development like we had like Artemis with her yeah. getting over. I think that was probably my favorite episode of the season. That, so. that, that gave me a straight case of the feels. Oh, yeah. You know what it reminded me of, actually, is... Um, I think we've talked about this episode before... Uh, I think it was a Justice League Unlimited episode, which, Mike, I know you're pretty much like balls deep into that Oh, right yeah. Um, balls deep in a squealing hog, that is. It's the... <laughs> Cards against humanity. Yeah, sorry. Um, it's the episode where Batman talks down one of the... Uh, the oh, he's Ace, talking to Ace? Ace. Oh, my God. That that episode is heart-wrenching. On the swing? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> um, it, it, it was more like that because it, there, yeah. there was this very, like mystical magic feel to it um that if it wasn't there this person couldn't have come to this emotional conclusion also ace was dying yeah so yeah both have to do with death yeah and it's just because i I feel like it i feel like it's something that everyone wants at some point in their life you know whether it is before they they realize like oh no like that probably wouldn't be the best thing for for anybody if I were to like revisit someone who has died. Yeah, you know, like in a very real way. So that's um, that's kind of why I love comic books, right? Because you get these super poignant moments at times uh, that makes you think about things that you don't always think about, and the comic book medium rather, it's just um, it, like any show or, or movie or book or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but it, sometimes you get to think about this kind of stuff and. It's nice to just add a different way to look at it, which, sure. is, which is fun. I'm sorry. No, I mean, that was basically it. I, mean, <laughs> I just I like the more like the character development, the character focus sort of things like that. Um, and But of the old team, not, uh, not the new guys. Not the new guys. No, screw them. <laughs> um, the old team is way better than the new ones. So it's just sad that there wasn't more of that in this season. Agreed. Uh, for me... Um, it's, it's not, it didn't take place a lot, but Vandal Savage, mm-hmm. uh, was awesome. Like that entire story for me this season was, was great. He's fucking killing his own daughter. Yeah. Like, holy shit. That was like, I remember doing the review for that for this week in DC and like I was watching that episode and he like snaps his own daughter's neck and I was like, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> Uh, like, no one in like, David. Be, a, uh, be a parent, you'll understand. Uh, <laughs> not kidding. I, lo- I love my kids. Uh, sometimes, most of the time. You know when they say, "Don't shake your baby," and you're like, "Ah, you know, I'm, of course I wouldn't shake my baby." You're gonna want to shake your baby. <laughs> <laughs> Go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> so between Vandal Savage and there was one episode early on uh, where Ocean Master. Like 
is like tracking the families. Oh yeah, and he gets fucking murdered hard yes. by Lady Shiva. Like just cuts his fucking head off, and I was like, yeah, "Oh my I, god!" I do remember watching that episode now. I'm like, "What? This is so brutal." Can we get this all the time, please? <laughs> There, um, there, there was a lot of that in part one of the season. Yes, there, there's shock value moments. Yeah, I think yeah. it was more just like draw people in and make sure they continued to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and it, it just, just fell off. Kind of fell off. I was really expecting Dark Side, and I didn't get it. All right, so least favorite things about season. Well, well, <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, you want to start off? Uh, characters? No, I'm kidding, Sam. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> the fucking I was bug actually ready off. for that one. Damn it! <laughs> I mean. I think I made my thoughts clear. You can go ahead if you want. It's all you. Um, yeah, no, the characters just annoy the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> not going to sugarcoat it. The angstiness of what's-his-face. And then the Geoforce. stupid bug. And then <laughs> uh, Halo even got on my nerves at times. At times, I can see that. Um, and then you got the angstiness and woe is me from uh, Cyborg also. It just oh, rightfully so. I mean, his oh body God. was taken from I mean, him. Yes, but like <laughs> that was fucking brutal to watch him die too. Yeah, yeah. But you, it's you just, saw his fucking skull, man. Like in his eye hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Just after a while, it just got to be so much. I'm just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Sam, well, I think what was most disappointing to me was the fact that. Like you, Mike, I was really looking forward to the OG team um, playing a big part in the season, but it seemed like the biggest part that they had was their, like, revisiting of relationships, like I I mentioned earlier. So there was, you know, the whole Artemis and, and Kid Flash, which arguably was probably one of the best parts of the season, so... Be that that aside, there was um, Superboy, so Connor and um, again, mm-hmm. um, who were like on the rocks the entire season, and it was kind of like we've already done that. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you you did that already. Now you're older. Shouldn't you kind of be over this? But I like, did love that they actually progressed the relationship and got them engaged. Sure. During the season, but then outside of that, it was like more of the same. Yeah, and then there was a whole thing of you know th- it was kind of like a a new relationship with old crew. So there was um, uh, what's his name? Not not Arsenal. It's a uh, it was, it Red was Arrow. R- Roy Harper. Or Roy Harper. One, one of the clones. Yeah. Yes. And Artemis. Or was it a clone? I don't even remember. He might have been. The he original. is. He is a clone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Art. Arsenal like came Will Arsenal came back and he now he has the, the fucking arm. Yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't even in it, so I don't uh, whatever. <laughs> He's in that one episode. Oh yeah, that's early right. on. That's right. I lost with track with all that. the Harpers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a fun episode. The, secur- <laughs> the security episode. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So there was <laughs> Dick Grayson, private security. <laughs> Hilarious. So there was that episode or the whole arc with Artemis and Roy Harper being like we going to do it? No, nah, let's not do it. we going to do it, but we're watching these kids together. We should probably do ah, Let's kiss a little bit. Nah, it didn't work. And just, and just, but, I mean, that's how relationships get sometimes. Yes, like, you know, but it was, like, really... Drawn you, out? You, <laughs> that was what you did with the original crew? Like, come on. Exactly. Like, it, it was... It was just, It just sucked. You know what it felt like? 
it felt like the like the parent trap or some shit. Like the the kids were trying to to do something, yeah. and, and then the parents, eh, I didn't like it. Uh, for me, it was lack of dark side, and and let me kind of explain it through this um, through this lens. So, like with with Marvel, the the Infinity Saga, we mm-hmm. got dark side. Uh, <laughs> dark side. They're close enough. Uh, <laughs> Thanos at the end of Avengers, and then we see him again, pop up, pop up, pop up, and same thing with Dark Side. And I was expecting the end, like because they'd wrapped everything up, like basically two episodes left. And the last two, I was like, all right, we're going to get a fucking epic dark side throwdown. And no, it was basically Brown going back to Markovia and that whole nonsense. And I was like, eh, eh, it's so disappointing. Yeah. It's like, it's like watching hockey. Like, like you, everybody, you get close to scoring a goal, but nobody scores a goal. You're like, <laughs> oh. But now you can watch season four expecting Dark Side the whole season and not getting him then. I don't know. I, 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 I kind of agree with Sam. Like, I think that they're actually going to go hard well, with Dark Side. Better. I mean, you, if, yeah. if I'm going to watch the show anyway, then you yeah. might as well make it worth my time. Here, here's, Please. Here's what they need to do is they need to conclude the Young Justice storyline um, with season four. And roll right into a new Justice League series. Yes. You are in my brain and it's fantastic. That's what they need to do. Like there's no other way around it because they they now Aquaman's fucking leading the league now. Or was leading the league. They they have all these characters, new new story arcs for all these characters, and they also have their own streaming service to do all this on. Like, there's there's no reason why they can't just stream Young Justice into a new Justice League, which they haven't done since the mid-2000s. Yeah. Give me two Justice League cartoons, one one with spinning out of Young Justice and one with the OG voice cast from, from Justice League and Justice League. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, you can keep a Mara if you want. Well, I kind of want, want Conroy. Yeah, we could get Conroy. I but... love Conroy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I saw a picture of him as uh, as... Uh, Kingdom Come Batman. Yeah. Uh, for for Crisis. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, it's not much to go off of. He just pretty no, much has these, like, fucking little collars on yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Still, <laughs> still excited. Uh, so, overall thoughts here? Uh, it was a letdown. Big ol' letdown. Because from the time they started production to the time that the show released on the streaming service... Uh, Marvel made Infinity War and Endgame. So, you know, there's definitely the time for better production, better story arcs, better way of going about this. Change of animation, even? Like, not even change, just cleaner. Because at times I was watching it, I was like, it's not clean. No. Not clean at all. No. It really wasn't that great. It was was probably like, uh... I, I would put Young Justice seasons one and two in like an A A plus category. I would say this is probably like C plus B. I would go solid C. I wouldn't yeah. even go C plus. Yeah. Like I mean there there weren't enough like fan pleasing moments for me to to go C plus. Yeah. Or and it B. was it was a bold move to go with characters that aren't very known. I agree. I mean look, that's you gotta take risks if you're gonna drive stories forward. Um, you gotta find a way to make people invested in characters. But like, why would you? Why? 
Yeah, I'm like I don't mind them bringing new characters, but make them characters I actually care about. Even if those characters had come on and this had been all about the OG team and they were just secondary characters, I think it would have worked better. That would have worked a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like so much better. Like maybe I would have cared about Farger hope like horribly, horribly dying at the hands of Lobo, but he didn't die. I was so happy at that scene. <laughs> Me too. I my my mouth was open. I was like, did they just kill him? I, I was like, like did they really did, just did kill they, him? Did they just kill him? <laughs> <laughs> very, very different uh, emotions behind that. Uh, what did you think of Beast Boy? I thought he had a cool story arc. Um, Got a I, little preachy at times. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think um, specifically for people our age, there's a lot of like coming of age stories that yeah. that that we have watched like and I don't know like especially with Disney Plus just just coming up and I'm going through like a lot of the the Disney original movies and like <laughs> you know all that stuff that like I watched as a kid and I was like oh this is oh yeah this is awesome and it's like you read the descriptions of all these movies and it's like coming of age so-and-so discovers that this this and that <laughs> happened to you know and uh, and you go back and you watch them and it's just like really preachy and like oh wow like this is what life is really like and i just i just <laughs> think that um beast boy's character arc was more or less like <laughs> that just on like a really dc kind of level with all these like heavy things going on around them uh, so I mean I guess they did the best they could with yeah. <laughs> with that kind of intention, um, but yeah you go from like you start the season and, and Gar is like this young like hot movie star like superhero, and then he's trying to transition to like oh well even though I knew the the world wasn't you know peaches and roses like really kind of fucking sucks. Like, I just got taken over. Like, my mind was taken over and trying to be killed. Yeah, but uh, becoming an advocate for something can come out of almost anywhere. So yeah. for, for that, it's kind of believable for me. But uh, I, I thought I thought his arc was cool in that he found a different way to become a leader. Yeah. Uh, in, in, and that was, that was cool, especially... In a social media age, I guess. Do, do you but think, that was like. Do you think that they kind of? I, I felt that it was really forced. Like, it's like very out of touch. So you, you the had like social Lex media as, aspect was like, like written by. I'm sorry <laughs> if there's anybody of this age, but it's like written by boomers, and yeah. it was just like, well, like that's not that's not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was every every time they cut to a scene of like Lex Luthor being like. How's the Twitter feed going of... You guys are trending. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, come on. So what are we doing? This isn't how it works. Uh, yeah, I, I just I just don't know. It was so... It was it was bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just hoping for better going forward. Because I was actually really resistant to... Like, you didn't like it early on. Like, neither of you liked it early on. And I was like, I was like, no, man, it's going to be awesome because they're going to attack Darkseid. Like, go back and listen to that third part one <laughs> podcast. I'm insanely optimistic. And I just... I just... It's like you got teenage me then and, like, you got me me now. Like That's why just, you just got to keep your expectations low. That way just, you're never disappointed. I'm just browbeaten and... 
<laughs> just browbeat. World, world weary. To, you need to get onto my level. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> just, just be a curmudgeon. You kids, get off my lawn. It's better to be surprised than to be disappointed. Exactly. Like you never, you you never want to expect a snow day. You always, if 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 people are talking that there's going to be a snow day and you're going to have off school, if you're from like a, a part of the world that has these kinds of things, um, you never want to expect a snow day because then when you don't get it, you want to castrate yourself. <laughs> I don't know if it's that far. Uh, but no, you, no, you really do. Okay. And then I'll take um, it. Uh, trust me, I, I did it. So, okay. like, uh, yeah, but you never want to expect a snow day, and then when you get one, it's the best day ever. You just want to drink a whole bottle of vodka instead <laughs> of two. That's wait, what? Because if you if you if you're if depressed you don't enough, get the day, you oh, drink more. I, I get it now. Yeah, but, I thought but, you were just saying you normally drink two. Happy and now you're drinking, drinking one. Happy drinking is different than no than depressed drinking. It's all just drinking to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> you call it depressed drinking. I call it Tuesday. <laughs> All right. So that's, that's pretty much it for Young Justice. I think we wanted to quickly talk about whether or not we thought DC streaming was in trouble. Yeah. So uh, really, we are – because I, I, I threw up a poll recently – um, which, m- much t- to Mike's chagrin... <laughs> I did um, look at it, I'm like, that's a pretty strongly worded poll. <laughs> yes. Like, I just would have probably preferred to be a little more neutral, but yes. that's just me. Well, yeah, and you know what? I, I did look back at it, and I was like, well, you know, I should have put, like, Sam here or something like that, so I didn't just... Throw us all under the bus? Throw us all <laughs> under the bus. So I do apologize for that, but in my that. defense... I did have to redo the poll because of a grammatical error, and I didn't feel like doing it again. <laughs> so, you know, fair enough. So, laziness is completely to blame here. Uh, so, what I was saying is that, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Titans. Uh, I, I had a lot of hope for it, but I'm just, it's just not grabbing me the right way. Um, by the balls. By the balls. <laughs> and that's exactly, little cradle. that's exactly what little I meant. tickle. Yes. So. <laughs> sorry. I know. It's been too long and I haven't been able to do this in a while. So I'm sorry, Jesse. I'm sorry. Uh, but it wasn't really responded to that well. Um, the poll that is, not many people voted. So it kind of just sparked the discussion between us here. Like, how many people do you think actually could have honestly responded to that poll? Like, do enough people have the DC streaming service and are watching Titans to, to have been able to respond to that? And, and, then, and then, oh God. Yeah, and then we were talking about the fact that a lot of the DC shows are starting to splinter off of the service and they're being double streamed here and there. So it also brings into question how much faith Warner has in the DC service. Yeah, well, first of like, all, I have zero faith in Warner to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that I've enjoyed anything on the DC okay, streaming service. Okay, fine. How much faith AT&T has with this going forward? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like we talked about it earlier in the news, Stargirl will be on the streaming service. The next day it comes on CW. Uh, Doom Patrol will so be let me just on both services. Break that down real quick. So Stargirl has a series originally on the DC streaming service. So say that airs on a Wednesday night. On Thursday, it will be on CW. Yes. Yes. And then Doom Patrol, as you all know, because we've talked about it before, 
That's and if a, you haven't watched it, please watch it because it's fucking awesome. Yes. Uh, that is a DC streaming service original show. An actually original show. Actually original, yes. And they will be um, putting that out on HBO. Max. Like, on HBO Max. So it's like... like dual streamed. Yeah. Why you know why why would you do it? I mean, technically they're owned by the same company. And even you know what? I just thought about it. Even Titans, Titans is originally original to DC streaming, but I know internationally it's being streamed on Netflix. So it's just like. And the DC services is available internationally, right? Um, that I'm not sure about because that could be I, the issue. I though. thought it was like a delayed, maybe delayed rollout, but still. Yeah. Right. It's like. But I, yeah, it's it's just it's just weird. Like, why why would you do that to yourself? Uh, like, if if you're trying to if you're trying to drive traffic to your streaming service, I could see them putting it on something like HBO, which is the same owners, yeah. right, of DC streaming and HBO Max. Um, you put it on HBO Max for a little bit, get garner some interest, maybe just season one. While season two was going on, the streaming then, service. Then yeah. you have people being like, "Oh shit, I really like season one of Doom Patrol. Season two is on the DC streaming service. Gets people ported over to that. I could see that working as a business model, it, but it's kind of risky. Yeah, I mean, there's so like I swear, right now I have like four different streaming services. Exactly, we're at the point where we're getting oversaturated with streaming services that people aren't going to want to pay for two different streaming services like that. So that could be a risky strategy in that sense. Yep. Yeah, what needs to happen at this point, if it keeps going the route that it's going, this is becoming more of a streaming service, like, uh, de- debate rather than comic book stuff. Um, but there needs to be an aggregate that people can pay for. Oh, you mean like cable? Yeah. You know, that <laughs> Marvel idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it is so weird because... But, but the thi- but, I'm sorry, but the thing <laughs> is about the streaming service aggregate is that streaming services are already aggregates yes yeah so you're gonna you're gonna be getting way more than what you paid for for cable if you have a streaming service aggregate so you have hulu disney plus and netflix in one service so i I think the smart thing for them to do would be for 50 bucks a month or something even if they did even they like like if you pay for DC streaming, they should give you access to HBO Max because or a discount, for, uh, maybe for a discount, maybe maybe just because. I mean, especially we we were we were launch day subscribers. Yeah, you know, like you do something for your your long term people, not people who just sign up because you can just sign up for whatever the fuck you want at any point. But it's just you know maybe you just look out for those people. I mean, they they already kind of did like we talked about it beforehand because we were launch day subscribers. Uh, instead of the renewal new fee being like seventy five bucks, it's like sixty yeah. for us, which is kind of nice. Sixty bucks for the year. Yeah, just all, this con- all this content, nice. all this content plus the comics, plus and, the comics, and they're not looking at password sharing. <laughs> yeah, we'll <give> a fuck <laughs> about. We'll give a fuck about that. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, I just, I just at times I worry about it because I'm not sure about how it's how it's going to move forward. Um, so, yeah, I I talked to other people in a joint subscribing so just like fucking roll and just subscribe to that shit yeah especially if you love dc comics because there's a ton of it on there i'm really hoping they put Watchmen on there oh fuck Watchmen's so good i've been meaning to reread those for so long now no i don't mean the the comic i mean the show 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It, oh, oh my god. Yes. That show is fucking crazy. I cannot wait to talk about oh, it. Yeah, I doubt they're going to put I'm, on that show. It's probably going straight to HBO. Yeah, but it's it like at the HBO. end it's like yeah. it's That's, debut it's like branded as a DC show. Um so yes. Yeah, that show. Oh, that show I, I, I wasn't sold on it the first two episodes and then Lori Blake came in. Holy shit, yes. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I was in. I was in over those first two because it's like the great thing about Watchmen is just like that that different look at at society. yeah oh I love it that so alternate that, uh, reality anyway we'll, we'll save that we'll for talk time. about that at yeah, some no, point really want to uh, but yeah all right great all right so I know we talked about a lot tonight um, Mike what are we going to what are we going to be talking about next time um I don't remember <laughs> to be determined <laughs> yeah yes we'll come back to that so, oh uh, real quick before we wrap sure uh this is like our two year anniversary. Yes, I was thinking that that oh, drive shit. over. Yeah, was yeah. it November? It was like 17th? November fifteenth or something. For like Justice like League. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was our so, first uh, podcast. Happy anniversary, guys! And I got you gifts. Uh, it's my balls. Wow! <laughs> wow! One ball per person. I like it. <laughs> I still like it. <laughs> you should see their eyes. They're like, oh, he did. Oh, he's a sick. I know. Uh, I knew what was coming. <laughs> We've been doing this for two years. I knew what was coming. <laughs> I, still, Good. I still had hope. <laughs> Come on, man. You got lower than expectations. Yeah, remember? yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, everybody, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening. I uh, hope you've been enjoying the twist cast over the past two years. Two years? Um, and yeah, just thank you for all your support. Keep coming back. And uh, everybody stay twisted. Stay twisted.